Namaste, Moon Brothers, Moon Sisters. We are just getting signed on live here, so it's going to be just a moment before we officially, officially get started with our Aries virtual moon circle. In fact, Instagram is saying, hang on, we're letting everyone know that you're here. So we will let Instagram do its thing, and I'm just going to grab a quick drink of water while we're waiting. By the way, if you're catching the replay of this right now, just know that we're going to take about a minute for everyone to get the notifications that we are here and we are live. Okay, so I always like to start our virtual moon circles with a few deep breaths, but I do see that some people are still logging on here. So I'm going to wait just, just a few more moments here. But while everyone is getting logged on, feel free to share in the comments how you're doing tonight. How is this full moon in Aries affecting you this weekend? How are you feeling overall? Feel free to say hi. Introduce yourself in the chat. Let me know where you're from. Let us know where you're from. This is a virtual circle, so hopefully we will be circling up together here in the ether, and this is a community. So take advantage of this space to communicate and share and put anything you need in the comments. So let's officially get started. I think we can go ahead and get started now. And as I said, I always like to start with a few deep breaths. In fact, we'll take three deep breaths tonight. So wherever you are, can you get nice and tall in your posture, whether you're seated, you're standing, whatever you're doing, nice and tall, lots of room for your breath. Deep breath in through the nose, out through the mouth, and then just pause at that exhale, kind of sink and soften your body. When you're ready, deep breath in, out through the mouth, maybe with a little bit of sound. <sighs> kind of shake out your body, let it go. And then if you want on this last one, maybe reaching arms overhead, deep breath in, big stretch, and open mouth exhale, <sighs> optional sound, and just settle yourself in, get ready for our virtual moon circle. You might want to have something to write with or take notes with tonight. You might want to have a glass of water or something to enjoy to drink. We are going to be here for at least an hour. These circles usually run about an hour, anywhere from 60 to 90 minutes. So just make sure that you are nice and cozy. You know, normally I get all dressed up and theme myself <laughs> with the with the energy of the moon. And honestly, today I'm like, I'm just in my, my comfies. I've, I've been in this sweatshirt like all day today. <laughs> and uh, I'm a little stuffy. I'm dealing with with some seasonal allergies right now, and I'm also on my moon cycle, so I just feel like being comfortable and cozy and relaxing, and I certainly invite you to do the same. Just gonna give a little wave here to these people that are live, welcome them into the circle. So before we move any farther, let's just start with basic knowledge on the moon, because I like to assume that maybe you don't know anything about the moon because I was once there too. So before we dive into what the full moon in Aries means or the Vedic astrology of the moon or we go deeper in any practices, I want to just talk about the moon. 
before I do that, I want to backtrack and introduce myself. So if this is your first time tuning into me, my name is Bina Lene Rachel. I am a moon priestess, a channeler of the divine. That is my what my spiritual name Vina means, channeler of the divine, but I am also um, just here to present these moon circles to you every new moon and full moon. I always try to do them virtually for free just to give you a little bit of knowledge about the moon, about the cosmos, what's going on in the world, what's going on in the universe, because I find when we tune into both astronomy and astrology, it really helps us understand ourselves, our behaviors, maybe the energy around us, maybe the collective, and it helps us make appropriate planning as we move forward. So I've been hosting these new moon and full moon circles for quite some time, almost five years now, not always consistently. I did take a little break when I had my son, but otherwise I've been here for at least a year pretty darn consistently. Had to miss out on a few over this past year, but not much. So I am super excited to be here. I hope that you are excited to learn all about the full moon tonight. And with that, let's talk about what it means to be in this full moon portal. Well, the first thing that you need to know is the moon cycles every 29 and a half ish days. It does adjust a little bit in that 29 to 28 to 30 day range, but every 29 days, the moon makes a complete cyclical journey. Now the moon halfway through its lunar cycle ends up in the full moon phase. And that's the phase that we're in right now. So sometime around day, you know, 13 to 16, day 12 to 16, we tend to fall into the full moon phase. Now, when we began the lunar cycle on day one, the new moon and the sun were aligned. Now that we are halfway through the lunar cycle, the moon has traveled halfway around the earth. We have the moon on one side and the sun on the other side. And so the sun is actually beaming onto the moon. The moon is reflecting that solar light onto the earth. And that's why we look outside and we can see that beautiful glowing moon moon right now shining down on us. Now, remember that we are also beings that live by the sun. We need sunlight to survive, whether it be to grow the food that we eat, but also for us to produce our vitamin D for our immune system and also to have general energy. We need sunlight. We need the energy of the sun to help our body do a lot of different functions. We're learning a lot about the different light waves of the sun and how that helps helps us to live and survive. So think about that amplifying energy of the sun, and we're getting that right now through the moon. So this is why we feel a little bit more energized under a full moon. You might not know anything about a moon, but you might know that full moons make people act crazy, or we have like, you know, spooky things associated with full moons or weird energy, weird vibes associated with full moons. That's because we are amplified but with all of this solar energy reflecting on us. Normally nighttime is a time of darkness, a time of rest. So this disrupts that cycle, makes us feel a little off with our circadian rhythms, and then that makes our energy feel weird as well. 
When we are in full moon energy, prana is heightened. Prana is that energy at the top of your breath. So if you inhale, 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 you kind of hyperventilate, you can get a little dizzy, you start to feel like you're more in your head or maybe even beyond it, you might pass out. That's prana energy. Prana is life force energy. It's an essential part of the energy that we need to live, but it is extra amplified right now during this full moon. Now that means that we are pulled up into these, you know, upper regions of our body and our spirit and our energy. So we are more in our mind. We have an overthinking mind, sometimes an irrational mind or an over emotional mind during full moon portals. It's also a time when we're pulled up into our mind and we're not grounded. So we're not paying attention to the earth, to our steps, to our physical human body. We're not thinking about the things we're doing and we tend to injure ourselves. Ask anybody in the medical world. There are more injuries and ER visits, emergency room visits during a full moon phase than any other time of the month. So this is an energy that makes us a little wacky, but it is normal. So if you're feeling off with your energy right now, if you're feeling imbalanced, you're probably vibing with the moon, which is totally natural. Now, with that being said, we also have to take into consideration the moon's sign. Now, we're shifting a little bit from astronomy to astrology now. Astrology is going to be more based in energy, mythology, patterns of history, and the moon tends to shift zodiac signs about every two to three days. This full moon is in the energy of Aries. Now, how do we know this? How do we know what sign the full moon is in? Well, if we know what sun season we're in, if we know what sign the sun is in, all we have to do is look at the zodiac wheel and go to the opposite side of it, and that's where the moon will be, remember, because the moon is opposite the sun. So we're currently in the season of Libra, and I'm a Libra, by the way. I think that's probably why today I'm just like, F it, I'm going to be comfortable. I got this nose thing going on. Um, you know, I just I just want to chill and be with my with my moon people <laughs> and not care how I look or how I sound. I'm just I'm here. I'm showing up. But yeah, we are in the sun season of Libra. So if you looked across the zodiac wheel, Aries is Libra's opposite and Aries is what sign the moon is in right now. So when we think about lunar energy getting amplified, the moon is associated energetically with our emotions, with our sacral chakra, our second energy center where we process our emotions. It's where we hold our water element. You know, anytime we have to um, think about the moon's energy, we think about these energies and then how they relate to that sign of Aries. Well, Aries is a fire sign. So we're going to probably feel fiery emotions or we might feel fiery as we process emotions or we might feel fired up or we might feel a little overheated or overwhelmed right now. There's a lot of ways that fire can be interpreted, but that's the energy that we are tuning in to now. 
There are so many things to be said about the moon tonight, and we have a lot to talk about. So we will talk a little bit more about this Aries influence on the full moon. We'll also bring in the Vedic astrology of this moon being in Revati Nakshatra. We're going to talk a little bit about Chiron, the wounded healer. It's an asteroid. It's not a planet. And we will also talk about Jupiter, which is heavily influencing this moon. So if you are ready to learn more about the moon, again, I invite you to just relax, get comfortable, get cozy, and get ready to learn all about how this cosmos is affecting us and the collective right now. So before we go further, I just want to drop into this comment really quick. Amy says, is this a full moon to charge water? Yes, Amy. Thank you for that. And you just reminded me that I want to pull out my notes because that is something that I did want to mention in my notes. You know, the convenience of only streaming to Instagram now is I can, you know, bring in other forms of technology like my notes and my computer. And, you know, I don't have to worry about these multiple like platforms streaming everywhere. If you are like, what am I talking about? For the past three moons, I have tried to live stream on both Instagram and Facebook at the same time for my virtual moon circles. For whatever reason, Facebook kicks me off like 10 minutes in for suspicious activity. I don't know why. Um, I'm still allowed to stream on Instagram the whole time. So I just see it as a time to like let things go. So this last uh, new moon, the new moon in Libra, again, I'm a Libra. New moon was in Libra. Mercury retrograde was occurring at the time in Libra. Can't remember if it has shifted to Virgo or not yet, but the the whole Mercury retrograde cycle was in Libra, and so that third time's a charm. When I got kicked out, I was like, "No more! I'm making the decision now." And here with this Aries new moon, which is all about new beginnings, I'm here with a new beginning, just live streaming on Instagram, and that's it. So yes, Amy, you do want to charge up some moon water tonight. I'll um, talk a little bit more about why you want to do that tonight here in a bit. Before we go further, I always like to start by bringing in the five elements and then calling in the guardians of the five directions and the five elements. So let's start there. Um, And by the way, this is something I always do with my circles just to give you a little bit of extra energy. You're going to get the energy of these elements just by tuning into the circle. Whether you tune in live or to the replay, you're still going to get the energy of these elements. Why? Because we're connected to the ether, the ether, this digital space. It's a magical realm and it doesn't matter if we're in the same space or not. It doesn't matter if we're tuning in live or not. It moves beyond all of those boundaries. So you're going to receive this energy. With that being said, if you have these tools, you can also introduce them into your altar tonight, into your spaces or into your own moon rituals and ceremonies. I always start with the element of earth in some form of crystal or gemstone. Now I'm wearing a couple of the ones that I would suggest working with. The first one is citrine and I have this around this beautiful yellow mala that I have here. Get a little closer here so you can see. Actually, I'll just take it off. Um, You can see, there we go, focus in, focus in. My camera will focus. You can see the beautiful yellow. Maybe if I back away and I just bring that in. 
Will it focus? Well, you get the point regardless. You can see all this different yellow, that's citrine. And then I have a couple of citrine stones here. So you can see now this is a rough cut citrine. Oh, that's focusing, perfect. So you can see that beautiful yellow tint to the stone. And then over here I have a polished citrine. And this one's gonna be a little bit nicer. Just a little bit pricier as well. It's kind of a faceting grade. You can see that little sparkle in there. So citrine is a great stone to help us with our solar plexus. It works with the energy of fire and it helps us to believe in confidence in change. It helps us to cultivate our internal fire. And our fire element is held in our solar plexus. Our solar plexus is related to the gemstone of citrine. By the way, did you know that your belly, your solar plexus, Manipura, is known as the city of jewels or the, the, the bright, the center of the bright shining jewel, depending on how you're looking at it in eastern parts of the world. So, you know, a really great place to be working with gemstones like citrine. Now, you could also be working with pyrite right now. Pyrite is known as fool's gold. It's got that beautiful gold tint to it, but it's not quite gold, right? Now, pyrite's a pretty pricey gemstone, so don't be fooled by its you know, appearance and not being gold. Pyrite is a very powerful stone for attracting abundance, wealth, joy, fortune, luck. These are all energies that we are utilizing right now. These are all energies that are very powerful right now to embrace because Jupiter is influencing this moon. Jupiter is aligned with this full moon, pretty close together. So feel free to use pyrite right now as well. If you have any egg-shaped crystals, this is a rainbow moonstone. You know, rainbows are always a sign of transformation. Rainbow moonstone's gonna have some beautiful little rainbowy spots in it, but it's also gonna have this, there we go. Get my ring light to shine on it. It's also gonna have this black and white um, look to it as well, but you don't have to use rainbow moonstone. You can use any egg-shaped crystal. Eggs um, signify new beginnings or new intentions or seeds. And you know, speaking of earth energy, you could use acorns or seeds, physical actual seeds of the earth. You don't have to work with crystals, but that's another type of crystal, just a shape that you could work with. And then if you can see around my neck here, I also have this beautiful turquoise. Now turquoise is a potent stone of healing. So I'm just gonna let this hang out with you. This is a great stone to be using right now because Chiron, the wounded healer, the cosmic wounded healer, representing our traumas, our wounds, deep-seated stuff. He's really working with us in this moon right now in the energy of Aries. So turquoise is a healing stone. If you need a little healing right now, physically, energetically, emotionally, I have got this allergic thing, allergy thing going on, and I've also got some skin stuff going on with my hands right now. 
So I know that I am in a deep detox. I am working to heal. And with that, I'm, I'm dealing with some body challenges. So ego challenges, victim story challenges, which are a wound of mine that I've had to heal over time. <coughs> I just have to clear my throat chakra. As a child, um, my mother was a nurse. And anytime I was sick, that was the time that I would get attention and love. That was about the only time that I would get attention and love. So I, you know, my ego developed this victim story. And for a long time, I was sick. I was very sick for many reasons, you know, growing up until I finally got a hold on my health and my awareness around my spirituality, my health and my energy and all of these other things. But I am going through some challenges right now with my throat chakra and my sinuses and my allergies. So I'm bringing in this turquoise to help me heal. You might want to do the same. Okay, moving on to our next earth element, I have some white sage. White sage always signifies new beginnings. By the way, this is white sage that is sustainably sourced, ethically harvested, ethically sold, ethically purchased. I always make sure that my smudgy materials come from places that support the earth and support our collective. I'm going to combine this with the element of fire now. So bringing in our second element. And when we combine this, you'll start to see our third element arrive. Air, also known as wind or smoke. Now for all of my Canadian friends out there, by the way, Canada is where I began my spiritual journey, my journey with the moon, with astrology. Ooh, look at that beautiful smoke giving off. It all started in Canada, and it's Canadian Thanksgiving tomorrow. So happy Thanksgiving to my Canadian friends. And burning this white sage, just that smell of sage, right? We always think of sage when we um, cook meals associated with Thanksgiving, whether you celebrate it in October up north or here in America in November. So sage is a good one to burn right now. Another thing that would be good to burn if you didn't have sage would be cinnamon sticks. Actually burn the cinnamon sticks. Cinnamon is a hot spice, helping to relate to that element of fire with this Aries moon. It, Aries is a fire sign. Cinnamon also provides a state of quickening. We'll talk about that in a second. So this smoke is actually burning out pretty quickly. I'm just going to go ahead and make sure we continue to smudge this technology. Everything we're using to communicate, smudge myself. Going all around. You know, it's funny. The past few times that we've smudged, I've had a lot of smoke. So much that it has like clogged my throat chakra. And you can almost hear now I'm a little bit clearer. All of a sudden, you know, the smoke purifies the air. It helps to release toxins and negative energy. And I do believe, I'm sorry if you're a fan of Facebook, Facebook is a toxic place. It's a place of dark energy. And I think that tuning into that with my moon circles and having all that smoke come out, that was just a sign that like, man, that was a place that we don't even need it. My smudge is already, it's completely burnt out. I didn't even have to put it out. Always pay attention to your smoke when you smudge. Where does the smoke travel to? 
what direction does the smoke move into. Of course, always have a window open or some sort of source for the smoke to leave, but where does the smoke go? Does it go to you or away from you? Does it go to someone else in your household or away to a certain place in, in the space that you're smudging? You know, really pay attention to that smoke. There's a lot of messages there. So I'm just gonna set that aside. We're gonna move on to our element of water. Now, of course, I always suggest that you have water. I also suggest you charge up some water underneath the moon tonight. Amy asked that earlier. Yes, you wanna prepare some moon water tonight if you can. What does that mean? That means putting water in preferably a glass receptacle, but some sort of receptacle, putting it outside under the moon to absorb the lunar light and then drinking it after that, starting the next day. You don't have to drink it all at once. You can distribute it. Maybe you use it in ceremony for sacred ritual, for showering, sacred cleansing. A lot of different ways you can use that moon water. Now, Rachel, Vina, what if it's raining? That's fine. Keep it inside. Open up the drapes wherever the moonlight would shine in and just let the water absorb the lunar light there from the inside of your home. And if you don't feel safe putting your water out, you can do it from the inside. What if it's raining, cloudy? What if you never see the moon? Totally cool. It's still there. It's still shining the light down. Your water will still absorb it. You can also do really juicy um, fruits. So you could set out like strawberries. Um, well, those don't really relate to the harvest, but still these juicy fruits of pleasure like strawberries, melons, etc. You could put that, those out underneath the moon. Um, you might also want to put out some milk. Um, I'm a plant-based girl, so maybe a plant milk or some sort of rice pudding or sweet pudding, some sort of sweet delicacy. These are all related to Vedic astrology. We'll talk about that tonight, but you can do more than just water. You don't always have to just do water. You can do other liquids and you know things that you consume as well, but definitely charge up some moon water tonight if you have the opportunity, and you can simply use water in your practice for your element of water, but I'm a fan of aromatherapy, so I like to use essential oils during my moon ceremonies, and the first one I'm going to suggest is cinnamon. Now, I already suggested maybe burning cinnamon sticks as a smudging material. If you weren't able to do that, you could bring in the power of cinnamon oil instead. You could also boil cinnamon sticks in water or cinnamon powder in water to bring in that water element. You know, this is simply cinnamon that's been steam distilled and the oil's been collected. So we're still connecting to that earth element of the plants, but we're getting it in liquid form. Now, cinnamon oil is super potent, super strong. You can see this is just a five mil bottle because that's the amount that it comes in. It doesn't come in a 15 mil because you don't need, but maybe a half a drop, one drop, heavily, heavily diluted. I would suggest just putting this in your diffuser. Um, you can literally smell it with the lid on. In fact, I'm just going to smell it because it's opening my sinuses. 
And that's one of the reasons I would suggest working with this oil, by the way, especially if you're in places where harvest is going on right now. I'm in Iowa and it is harvest time, southeast Iowa, and that's why my allergies are so crazy right now. So you can smell cinnamon or diffuse cinnamon to help with um, your sinuses or just to help to open up airways. You could also put maybe one drop of cinnamon within a massage oil or in a bath to help you warm up your body or warm up your muscles. You could put a drop in a tea or a um, tea amount of hot water, make your own cinnamon tea and drink that to heat up your internal systems, aid your digestion, that internal fire in the belly and solar plexus, or to simply help your immune system. Cinnamon oil is so beneficial. Now cinnamon itself provides a quickening energy, right? It's hot and it's hot fast. If you've ever had like a cinnamon candy or used a cinnamon flavored mouthwash or toothpaste or just cinnamon anything, the flavor of it creates that heat, that tingling very quickly. I'm actually pretty sensitive to cinnamon oil, so I don't use it topically unless it's heavily diluted. Um, internally unless it's heavily diluted. So know that when you're using cinnamon in your witchy practices, cinnamon actually helps you to speed up the process of things. And this is an Aries full moon and Aries energy is a little impatient. So if you are feeling impatient about the things that you're trying to manifest, the changes you're trying to make, the healing that you're trying to achieve, Whatever it is, if you want to speed it up, bring some cinnamon into your life. Now, the other oil I have is clove. If you don't have any cinnamon, clove is kind of your second best option. Again, this is a hot oil, a little less intrusive. It's coming in that 15 mil bottle. I can smell it straight from the bottle. I could again put this, a drop in my bath, a drop in my massage oil, a drop in my hot water or tea to do all of those benefits of warming the inside or the outside of the body, warming the muscles, aiding digestion, heating up our energetic fire, etc. But clove is also highly, highly antibacterial. So if you are dealing with any sort of health issues, any sort of immune challenges, you might wanna bring more clove into your life. So again, diffusing this, just any which way, clove or cinnamon, those are the oils I would suggest if you're using aromatherapy to connect to your water element tonight or under this moon. Now, finally, the fifth element, I already mentioned it, it's the ether, it's this digital space that we're connecting in, and this is a space that moves beyond time, moves beyond the dimensions of I'm here and you're there. It doesn't matter where we are, it doesn't matter when we're tuning in together, all of these elements are coming through the ether. The ether is this magical space, and this is why I always use it to hold my moon circles. Instead of doing live moon circles, which by the way, I was supposed to do a live moon circle tonight, and for some reason I had this intuitive feeling for weeks now that it wasn't going to happen. We ended up canceling it earlier this week. The host is, is just you know under the weather, 
her child is under the weather. We're sending them love. We're sending them good vibes. And then I've got this allergy thing going on too. It just wasn't the right time. And that's totally okay. I prefer the ether. I prefer doing these digital circles. By the way, that's why we moved it from Saturday to Sunday again, this circle, because this is the time I originally planned to do it before I had the live one that we ended up canceling anyway. So Yes, here I am in the ether joining you. I'm so glad that you are here. And if you didn't know this about the ether, every time somebody tunes into this transmission in the future, the actual power of the transmission is amplified. The energy of these elements we just brought in is amplified. So this is a really powerful space to work and connect and communicate through. And if you are catching the replay, by the way, feel free to still leave comments, still leave whatever you need in that little comment space because I will go back and reply to it when I have the opportunity. So tonight, calling in these guides and guardians of the five directions, I'm going to do a little bit more. I'm actually going to light this candle, so I'm bringing in some extra fire tonight. It's just a simple white candle. White is always the color of new beginnings, purity, and I know that you won't be able to see this, but I'm just going to set this over here. This light is going to be burning during our full moon circle. I will blow this out whenever we're done with our circle. Now, when you don't have any elements, crystals, oils, woo-woo-woo, whatever, guess what else you have? Yourself. I'm all about practical magic. Index fingers are your power fingers, your pointer fingers, your magical little wands the energy that helps move you through and connect you. It's like ET. We're going to use our fingers tonight to open up our circle. Okay. So I'm going to bring this finger down to my heart, up over my head, and I'm going to open this up in a clockwise direction and back down again. Feel free to join me in this prayer. We begin by calling on the guides and guardians of the east with their element of air. Fresh breaths, deep breaths, new beginnings. An opportunity to breathe and slow down if we need to, to connect to the breath, to connect to prana. We thank the guides and guardians of the element of air in the east for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the south with their element of fire. This fiery full moon in Aries, cardinal fire energy burning so strong now. We know that fire is transformative. We know that we can be totally different on the other side of this moon. We thank the guides and guardians of the south for their element of fire and for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the West with their element of water. Precious water connected to our water element, our second energy center, sacral chakra, internal moon. Always connected to the waters, no matter what sign the moon is in, even in a fiery sign. We're still connected to those internal waters the moon is responsible for. The fluidity of our emotions, our ability to flow our ability to be soft and open and expressive. We thank the guides and guardians of the West with their element of water for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the North with their elements of earth, 
multiple elements of magic, the earth, the fire, the wind, the water. It's all a combination on earth. We also invite in our ancestors, those seven generations behind us and before, those that are seven generations ahead of us and beyond. We know that all of the energy here is shining down now, helping to guide us in a better direction for an evolution that serves the greater good of the entire collective. We thank the guides and guardians of the element of earth and the north for being in our circle tonight. And finally, we invite in the guides and guardians of the fifth element, the psychic realms, the spirit realms, the ether, the akash, these places beyond our world, our earth, these places beyond our understanding, cosmic beings, cosmic races, archangels, angels, deities, goddesses, anything beyond the earth. We invite it into our circle tonight. We thank you for being here. With that, our circle is officially, officially open. We can talk more about the Aries moon. Welcome all who joined during that prayer. So Aries is cardinal fire energy. Libra is cardinal air energy. Now we're on the opposite of Libra, cardinal fire. What do you get when you combine air and fire? Combustion, more flames. It's a fiery time. It's a fiery moon. The lunar portal, it lasts about 24 to 48 hours before and after the peak of the full moon. Now, the full moon peaked at 3.55 p.m. Central Time today, Sunday, October 9th. So, 24, 48 hours before and after 3.55 p.m. today, there's, there's a lot of fire, a lot of potential for fire. Maybe there's been a lot of fire in multiple ways. Fired up energy, excitement. I have experienced that. I kind of collaborated with a friend and launched a collaborative business. Very fired up for it. Very fired up to incorporate my trainings from last weekend in Dallas. My Vedic Thai bodywork trainings. Very fired up for the um, results that I'm getting with my clients. But also there's been some fire, some anger, some frustration, some impatience. Definitely that fire of confrontation and wanting to go to war. Aries is the cosmic warrior. I'm a Libra, and this is the opposite of my energy. And so I'm going to feel this in my season right now under this full moon, right? But other energies of air might feel that fire too, or you might just be feeling the fire because it's heightened right now. Now, Aries is cardinal fire, meaning that it is the fire that burns, but it's also the fire starter. So this is an initiating energy. Even though we're halfway through the lunar cycle, this is a very initiating moon. This moon gives us an opportunity for new beginnings. It's the first full moon of autumn, a new season. And with new seasons, there always comes an opportunity for new beginnings. So embrace this time as a way to change, fire is transformative. Once something burns, it'll never be the same. How many of you have scars from burns physically on your body? I do. You know, once something comes in contact with that fire, it will never be the same. So we can think of fire as burning things away, but we can also think about that burning away 
as an opportunity for new beginnings. For what we burn away creates space for something new. It's kind of like those controlled burns that you that you do, right? Or you see or you hear about where they burn down everything, it dies, but then it grows back again. You know, not too long ago, we saw that all of those wildfires through Australia a few years ago in, what, 2019? After all of that, things are replenishing, things are growing back again. So this fiery Aries moon gives us an opportunity for new beginnings. Aries is also the first sign of the zodiac. It's a very independent energy. It's an energy that wants to start things and wants to see them to completion. So if you're somebody that's not so great at staying on track, maybe try now. Maybe shift your energy, shift your habits, change your direction, change your mood about it. Shift your focus. Or if you're somebody that is a go-getter, that likes to create, you know, challenges and projects and things to do, it's a good time to do it because you're probably going to be successful. I just want to look at my notes here, make sure I have everything. So Aries, you know, sometimes this fire energy can be a little restless. Aries is also sometimes known as the cosmic athlete, the cosmic warrior. This restlessness, that's what causes us to be impatient or triggered easily. But there's also this just need to move the body. If you're, you know, feeling the need to move your body, you want to do that right now. You want to shake. You want to dance. You want to work out, sweat, go for a run. Amp up your cardio, amp up your heat, connect to that internal fire, break things. Aries can be a destructive energy if it needs to, but don't go to battle, okay? Don't go to war. Find other ways to channel that energy because the true warrior is the warrior of the soul, the warrior of the spirit, and the warrior of the soul and the spirit is fighting the ego, that's the true demon, the ego. So when we learn to set aside that need to fight physically with our words in fiery ways that don't serve us, it actually betters us and helps us to fight in different ways that are better in the future. There's always probably going to be some sort of conflict, right? It's polarity. It's how we survive, North Pole, South Pole, magnetic field. Polarity. Can't experience one without the other. But maybe we shift the polarities. It becomes more of a mental battle with somebody or a philosophical battle or a soul battle. It doesn't have to be combat. It doesn't have to be these fiery, hurtful words. Now, let's go back to that warrior mentality. Because maybe the battle is on the inside. Not only is the moon currently in Aries right now, but so is Chiron. Chiron is the cosmic wounded healer. It's an asteroid. It's not a planet. But wherever it aligns in your birth chart, that's going to represent where your wounds are or the wounds that you will potentially experience in this lifetime. If you're an adult, you probably have some wound in your past some sort of emotional trauma, something that now triggers you as an adult that came from when you were a child. You might have things like that rise up right now 
with this moon because of this alignment. And know that if it's rising up, if it's coming to the surface, if it's coming back to your memories, if it's triggering you in some way, you know, the full moon is shining light on that for a reason. It's because it's time for you to work on healing it. Now, it's always going to be there, right? It's always going to be a part of you, a part of your past, part of your experiences. But how you attach to it or detach from it, how you have a connection to it, how you relate to it, how you identify it, how you describe it, how you let it connect to you, all of those things can change and transform and morph as you evolve spiritually. So go to battle with those internal things if you need to. Find ways to help yourself heal so these things no longer trigger you in a similar way moving forward. You know, Aries is a very successful energy. This cosmic warrior usually finds victory on the battlefield, even in times of, you know, new beginnings, new projects, new ambitions. Aries energy will see it through. It'll see you to success. So take advantage of that. Now, this moon is also known as the harvest moon in indigenous traditions. This is a time when we are typically harvesting. It's our last harvest. I mentioned it's harvest season. It's why my sinuses are triggered, you know, but this is a time to look beyond the crops, beyond your bank account, and also see the abundance all around you. Are you abundant by having a home, a roof over your head, clothes in your closet, food in your belly? safety, security, a job that supports you financially, you know, friends, family members, children, you know, where is your wealth? Where's your fortune? Where's your abundance? How are you taking harvest right now? Again, we come back to this concept of Thanksgiving, right? This is a moon that's aligning with Thanksgiving in Canada, but we're moving into that time of gratitude, right? It's a time to think about how we are blessed and we are grateful. Shifting over to the eastern side of the world, things are similar yet different. In Vedic astrology, this moon is in Revati Nakshatra, and Revati means wealth. This moon is shining light on our wealth, again, beyond our bank account, because if we can learn to feel wealthy, with all of the things, all of the people, all of the experiences, when we find wealth beyond the material, we just attract wealth. We attract joy. We attract health. We attract longevity, stability, peace. So many invaluable things, things we can't put a dollar sign on, yet we attract them. And because we're an attractive, magnetic personality, We'll attract the material things too. So find your wealth in all forms, in all aspects right now. Develop this attitude of gratitude. It helps you feel complete and whole. Revati Nakshatra is positioned in sidereal Pisces. So remember in Vedic astrology, we're usually one sign behind. So we're in the last sign of the zodiac, but also this is the last of 
the 27 nakshatras. This lunar mansion is represented by a fish or two fish swimming, very similar to Pisces in Western astrology, tropical zodiac. This moon is representing a go with the flow mentality, adaptability, you know, thinking about things in a different way. Sometimes wealth comes by us simply carving out more time because we found a new way to do something. It comes in all forms of fashion. So use this moon and the influence of this moon to find your wealth, to find your abundance. And also use this moon to find guidance if you need to. This can sometimes be known as the star of guidance. This star is ruled by a deity known as Pushan, which guides lost animals home. And, you know, this, this lunar mansion is known to, to guide lost things home. So if you've been, you know, kind of off, kind of in balance, it's time to come back home to yourself. Come back into practices that support you, habits that support your dreams. Surround yourself with energies that support that vision of life that you desire. Because we are in that energy to co-create, but you have to believe in it above all else. This nakshatra, Revati nakshatra, is actually ruled by Mercury and Jupiter. And it just so happens that the alignment forms right now that this full moon is very close to Jupiter. They're both opposing the sun, receiving the light of the sun, absorbing that, you know, solar energy and really becoming amplified. And Jupiter is our largest planet in the galaxy. Jupiter is the planet of joy, fortune, luck, abundance, happiness. And we're feeling that with this moon as well. So if you're feeling fiery, if you're feeling like mad, impatient, Maybe ask yourself if it's because there's something standing in your way of this dream life that you're so fired up for. Remember, fire can channel in multiple ways. So how is Jupiter fueling you right now? Is it fueling the fires of your temptations, your dreams, your desires, your ambitions, your goals? You have to ask yourself your questions during this time because... Guess what happens after this full moon? We move into karmic loops, karmic challenges, eclipse season. So we want to embrace Jupiter. We want to embrace our wealth. We want to embrace our joy, our fortune. And even if we can't see it physically, we want to, you know, apply the idea. And we want to continue to believe in the idea that we are worthy of abundance and that we are wealthy right now just as we are. But, you know, moving beyond that, we also have to take in other considerations, okay? So we have this lunar mansion really pushing us to believe in fortune, to believe in our faith. This moon is in a celebration of Lakshmi, the goddess of abundance, the goddess of fortune, the goddess of luck. Yet we look all around us and things are dying, right? 
and it's getting darker earlier and it's getting colder and we're inside more and maybe we want to be outside but our allergies are triggered so we come back inside and maybe we're feeling a little darker and more depressed again these polarities we can't have wealth without poverty we can't have joy without sadness we can't have light without darkness we can't have light without shadow okay we're moving into eclipse season we're moving into the shadow season. We have to prepare now by finding the gold. Now by finding the abundance. Now by embracing our wealth. Because if we can't see it now, we're probably not going to see it moving forward. And then as we move into eclipse season, karma is going to say, well, you just need to be taught the same lesson. And you're probably going to have some pretty hardcore challenges until you find that attitude of gratitude. To breathe and move out of your heart rather than that ego victim story, right? So embrace that right now. Embrace wealth, the potential of wealth, abundance. Believe in all of that. And that's where this, you know, putting out the sweet milks under the moon or the, the desserts under the moon or sweet fruits or um, juicy, juicy fruits, fruit juices. You could do that too. But anything sweet under this moon right now really gives you the potential to take in that sweetness of life. You know, it's said with this moon that Lakshmi is sending out rays of Amrita. Amrita, it's that sweet nectar of the life. It's the dolce vita, right? The sweetness of life. It's the good stuff. It's, it's the snuggles with my little boy. It's the opportunity to have a good dinner with friends to sit around a table with strangers and have great conversation, to get a smile out of a stranger or hear a funny joke from a stranger. You know, the sweetness of life, the things that give us faith in humanity. Because by gosh, we're moving into political season. We're going to need some faith in humanity. Yeah. So embrace the joy, the fun, the gold. Now, it's going to prepare you for more as you move into winter. You know, autumn is a time of preparedness, getting ready to be hermits, to be more within ourselves and less social and more reflective and in our darkness and in our shadows and, and all of that. But on the other side of it, in the springtime will be the light. So if we can dedicate to the work now, we can really benefit from that. So what else do I want to say? There's not a lot else I want to say right now about the moon. We're going to keep it about 75 minutes tonight, it looks like. I've still got a tarot reading to share with you. And just a short little practice. But this is what's going on in the cosmos right now. We have Chiron playing with our wounds and, and letting them maybe fester to the surface. You know, I do believe my hands. This is something I've dealt with for about a year and a half right now. I do believe it's karmic. It's something with my heart. I think I'm shaming myself, honestly, for my behaviors this past week with being fired up in a way and acting in a way that I shouldn't have a few times. But we're human, right? And when we move out of love and forgive ourselves, when we soften into the flow of the human experience and we allow ourselves to learn and find the wisdom, the gold, the light, and we let ourselves vibrate higher moving forward, we're okay. We don't have to dwell in it. We don't have to dwell in the past. 
So that is the wisdom that I leave you tonight, Moon Brothers and Moon Sisters, with these influences from the cosmos. I'd also like to share a little practice with you tonight, but we're going to do that after the tarot reading. So I always do a tarot reading with our moon circles. Before I do this, if anybody has any questions or any comments or anything they'd like to put in there, go ahead and throw it up now. I'm going to grab a drink of water, wet my whistle. By the way, our candle is still burning. All of this fire energy, it's still going strong. Can you feel it? Some of you have been tuning into my moon circles for quite some time. I'm sure that you can sense those different energies, right? Depending on whether our full moon is in an energy of fire or an energy of water or earth or air, right? They're all different vibes. So we'll talk a little bit more about this energy tonight with our tarot reading. I'm just going to grab the cards here so that I have them right in front of me. And before I bring through these cards, I just want to take a moment again to breathe. Bring in some new prana. Refresh, restore. And also take a moment to thank the energy of the cards for being in our circle tonight, for bringing in the messages that we need to receive, for helping me to be a channeler of these cards as well bringing through whatever I need to hear and whatever anyone else on this transmission needs to hear as well. Thanking the Tarot for being in our circle tonight and beginning with our past card. Our past card, Seven of Cups, reversed. It'll take a moment. There we go. Seven of Cups reversed. By the way, this is from the White Sage Tarot deck. Thought that would be appropriate for tonight. So this Seven of Cups typically represents ascension. Seven of Cups upright. Ascension, evolution, moving through the seven chakras, the seven deadly sins, making it to the end of the seven-day week, etc. However, when it's reversed, we need to ground. We're too high up in the clouds. Maybe we're vibing too spiritually or maybe we're numbing out or we're avoiding or we're deflecting or we're in denial. Okay, let's ground. Let's come back down to earthly human reality and remind ourselves that without the light, without the shadow, there cannot be the light. Without the light, there cannot be the shadow. But we need to experience both. Now, we're pulling this as our past card, so I do believe that this is also grounding us into our past by letting our past memories come up, by letting these things that are, you know, our behaviors of the past come up and trigger us in some form or fashion. But again, that's a reality check, right? And we check ourselves on these realities of our human behavior. We can become aware And we can make the commitment to shift and not behave in that way moving forward or try not to. Because again, we're in new beginnings, right? New season. But that new season began on September 22nd. When we first began the first day of autumn and Libra season. Now for my present card, 
or our present card. Ace of Swords. New beginnings. It's like you don't even need to see it. You just see that ace reflecting through. There we go. Ace of Swords. Anytime we pull swords, this is a time of cutting ties, cutting cords, making change. I mentioned this eclipse season is coming. So any relationship you don't want to carry over into the eclipse season and next year, you need to cut ties with it now. Any behaviors that you want to quit, you need to work on now. Any transformations, you know, anything that you want to change, it's time to do it right now with this full moon in Aries, very fiery, very easy to make change. You know, Aries is this first sign of the zodiac that's kind of known for like just burning the bridge and walking away. Oh, well, last year, starting over, right? We can embrace that same energy now. So the Ace of Swords is coming in to say, yes, make the change, cut the cord, cut the tie, whatever you need to do, transform your energy and transform your life. Cut ties with your old self. You are not the same person that you were before. You are not the same person that you were 10 years ago. You are not the same person now that you were before you began your spiritual journey. Cut ties with those old selves. Don't let them define you anymore. Finally, for our future card, I pulled the two of pentacles again in reverse. We have two reverse cards tonight. You can see if I angle that, eventually it'll reflect and focus. So anytime we pull the two of pentacles reverse, it's a bit of a reminder to keep going, to keep working through those karmic cycles, those karmic loops, to work to break the karmic cycles, the karmic loops. If you're on a journey of cultivating some sort of, you know, magic or craft or skill or business or relationship or whatever it may be, or self, new self, new life, whatever it is, know that the journey is going to have its ups and downs, its go with the flow. And it's funny that we pull this right now with this, you know, moon in this nakshatra represented by the fish going up and down like sidereal Pisces. This is a time of fluidity. It's a time to believe that, you know, all things will come back around to us in a karmic way. The effort we put out will be paid back to us. But we have to believe in that journey, even when we're right in the middle, right in that little karmic knot, and it feels like we're stuck, and it feels like we're going nowhere, and it feels like we don't even know where to go. If we will just wait, soften, open, maybe just lean into the flow, lean into possibility instead of always trying to control the direction. Maybe if you just do that, if you just lean into it and hold faith, then everything will start to unravel and unwind and the ease of flow will come back around again. These are the messages coming through from the cards tonight. With that, I want to move on to our spiritual practices for this moon. Very simple practices tonight. Again, I told you I'm a believer in practical magic. We're moving into spooky season, practical magic time. We're going to start with a little bit of ujjayi breathing tonight. Ujjayi means warrior's breath, power breath. This is the breath of Aries, the breath of the warrior. It creates internal heat, 
internal fire. It helps to bring your focus inward. It helps to burn away what no longer serves mentally, energetically, emotionally, and physically. It will help to burn away tension. It will help to release any blockages in the throat chakra so that you can fully express, so that you can fully breathe, so that you can receive prana. You're going to open up in so many ways when you use ujjayi breathing, the breath of the Aries cosmic warrior. We're going to try this together. You breathe in and out through your nose. When you breathe out, it's as if your frustrated sigh, it's as if you're doing that with your mouth closed. My son is an Aries. That's his new thing. He gets frustrated with me and he goes, So imagine all of that frustration or whatever it is, right? But but whatever it is, the tension in your body, the tension in your neck and shoulders, your jaw, whatever it is. <sighs> you know, you're going to bring it out. You might get some vibration and sound and that's okay. But we're going to inhale through our nose. And as we exhale through our nose, we fog on the inside. Gentle whispers, heat. Keep doing that with me. Inhale through the nose. Out through the nose, warrior breathe. This is like that, you know, the warrior breath. It's not a pant though. We're just taking that concept of the, the power of that exhale. Are you getting hot yet? I am. Inhale through the nose. Warrior's breath out. Steam your chest, steam your throat. Do it again. Maybe one more. Just return to normal breathing. Notice the heat. Notice the temperature shift. Notice how you feel. We're going to move on to a little bit of tension release. When you're ready, shrug your shoulders. Shrug them right to your ears. Like bring that weight of the world up to your shoulders. All the stress that you feel. All of it. Bring your arms up as high as you can. Shoulders as high as you can. When you're ready, deep breath in. Exhale, let it all go. Drop those shoulders down six feet. (laughs) Right? Soften. We're going to do that one more time. When you're ready, bring your shoulders to ears. Get taller. Get taller. Get as tall as you can through your spine. Keep lifting your arms. Lift your shoulders. How high can you bring those stressful shoulders up to your ears, up to your head? All this stress all this tension, all this anxiety, all this overwhelm. Breathe, breathe, breathe into it. Deep breath in. On the out, let it all go. Shake it out. Feel that heat? Do you feel it? I feel tingly, heat, sensation. It's that frustration, those impatience. All of those fiery energies, we're moving it out because we don't want it stuck in our ego. We don't want it stuck in our emotions. We don't want it stuck in our memories. We want to feel good. We want to feel happy, joyful, fluid, peaceful. Get rid of that fire if it's too much, right? Let's add on to this. Practical magic, simple practices tonight. Full body attention. Squeeze the fists. Squeeze your arms. Squeeze your shoulders. Squeeze your legs, your feet, your toes. I'm squeezing. I'm squeezing, guys. I'm squeezing. My butt's squeezing. My jaw. Mm, squeeze your eyes. Mm, squeeze your face. Mm, squeeze out all of your frustration, all of your stress, 
all of your tension. I'm squeezing so hard you can hear it in my voice. When you're ready, inhale. Let it all go. Exhale. I felt that entire shift in this transmission with everybody on it. My hands are tingling. How do you feel? Sometimes we just need to physically squeeze it out. Okay? It's okay to do that. It's okay to get frustrated and squeeze and yell and punch a pillow or throw a pillow or go break something safely. You know, these are soulful rages, soulful temper, temper tantrums, right, that our inner child needs to heal. Most of these wounds we have inside emotionally, traumatic wounds, they're from our childhood. And our childhood, our inner child, it needs to throw a tantrum. It needs to, hmm, like my three and a half year old, it needs to get frustrated. It needs to get mad and it needs to not understand. It needs to not label it. It needs to just move it through. Just in case you need it one more time, we're going to do it. Squeeze, 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 squeeze. How much can you squeeze? Breathe into the squeezes. You don't have to hold your breath, but I want you to really squeeze. I really want you to squeeze. I want you to close your eyes and squeeze them together. I want you to squeeze your jaws. Don't hurt your teeth. Don't cause pain, but squeeze. Squeeze out this tension of the world, the stress of the world. Squeeze out all the anxiety. Squeeze out the overwhelm. Squeeze out all of the pressure that you are taking on. Ah, so much pressure. When you're ready, deep breath in. Let it go. Let it go for good. 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 Release it with this full moon. Hmm. How do you feel? I feel pretty good. I think I needed that. <laughs> so this is what I have for you tonight, loves. With this. If we have any questions, any comments, please put them in the sections now. Otherwise, I'm going to release the guides and guardians of our five directions and close our circle using my power fingers. <laughs> I used my right finger in clockwise direction to bring in. I'm going to use my left finger in counterclockwise to release. Feel free to join me in this prayer. We start by releasing the guides and guardians of the fifth element, spirit realm, the ether, the Akash. Guides and guardians beyond our realms, deities, angels, archangels, goddesses, cosmic races, source consciousness, source love, source wisdom. We thank it all for being in our circle tonight. And we release you now. We also release the guides and guardians of the element of earth and the north and our ancestors and all of the wisdom coming ahead of us that's reflecting back onto us now. All of the magic of the elements of earth coming into our circle tonight. We now release this energy we thank the guides and guardians of the north with their elements of earth for being in our circle tonight. 
We also release the guides and guardians of the West with our element of water, transformative energy as well, purifying, cleansing energy. Something we really need to be more fluid. So we thank the guides and guardians of the West with their element of water for being in our circle tonight. We also release the guides and guardians of the South with their element of fire, fiery Aries moon, helping us to transform what no longer serves, helping us to burn away the cords we no longer want to connect to. We thank the guides and guardians of the South with their element of fire for being in our circle tonight. And finally, we release the guides and guardians of the East with our element of air. We breathe into new beginnings. We invite in the fresh air of new opportunities. We thank the guides and guardians of the East with their element of air for being in our circle tonight. Hmm. Checking these comments one final time, making sure that nothing else is coming through. I'm not seeing anything. I just want to thank you for being in our circle tonight. We will meet again for the new moon in Scorpio. It will be the first moon of our eclipse season. We will have a partial solar eclipse during that time as well. So if you want to learn more about that eclipse and the new moon in Scorpio, we will be joining up on Tuesday, October 25th, 8 p.m. Central Time here on Instagram. If you want to get a reminder for that event, I've already posted a link there. You can also find that on my website and, you know, pretty much anywhere you find my social media, you're going to get reminders of that as well. So thank you so much for tuning in tonight, today, whenever you're tuning into the circle. I do appreciate and value your time. I appreciate and value your energy. I thank you for being here because when you are here, you help everybody else that's here as well. The energy does come together and amplify. It can be a really magical thing. So thank you for being a part of it. Sending you blessings with this full moon in Aries. May you utilize this fire to your greatest good. And until we meet again, may we all be happy, joyful under this energy of Jupiter you know, telling us to find our joy, telling us to embrace the spirit of wealth and abundance. In addition to that, may we be healthy because we know that health is wealth and may we feel well. May we feel safe. Safety is so invaluable. May we have peace. May we feel safe. And above all else, may we know love, feel love, and love one another. And so it is, and so it is, and so it is. Until we meet again, namaste, blessed be.